Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PH Nutrition Podcast. I'm Coach Chloe, and today I'm joined by Coach Loz and Coach Tom. Hey, guys, how are we doing? Good, good. How are you? Good, thanks, guys. I'm excited for this one. Today, we're going to be talking about nutrition for morning training, more specifically, first thing in the morning. So if you're getting straight out of bed, going straight into your training session, what do we do about our food? So we're going to start by just kind of going over the specifics that we're going to cover today. So we're going to give you some practical tips for before the workout, some practical tips for during, practical tips for the night before, and then what kind of types of food to have. And I'm sure we'll have some great conversations around this because I know all three of us have experienced training super early and Loz especially, you're coaching people that are training super early too. So it's going to be great to pick your brain on this one. Okay, so I'm going to start off by going to Loz. Tell us some common signs that you see, perhaps in your athletes at the gym, where you can tell that they haven't got their nutrition for their morning training on point. Honestly, it's normally toward the end of the session that you kind of see the effects of not having enough in your system before sort of what you've had before you've trained. So one in particular I find is that they kind of get to sort of that halfway through the water. So at, at Slabum, the way our class is generally structured, we have a nice strength portion before, whether it's sort of Olympic lifting, bench press, squatting, maybe some, sometimes some sort of strength piece, and then a short sort of 15, 20-minute workout. And it's usually towards the midpoint to the end of the workout where I can sort of tell who hasn't eaten enough. Okay, they, they slow down, they take longer breaks, and then by the time they get to the end, they look absolutely depleted, absolutely dead. And then when you have a bit of a chat to them after, I always know the answer what I'm going to get. It's like, well, oh, what happened in the middle of that workout? And it's, I didn't have time to eat anything. So yeah, that, that sort of sluggishness towards the end and then looking at the total look of depletion at the end of their session is generally gives me a bit of a clue as to what's been going on either you know immediately before or even the night before so yeah the look of depletion yes absolutely tom i know that personally you train super early in the morning what about if you i know you're very on point with your nutrition however have you kind of got any signs that you can tell if you've not quite fueled properly for that morning session definitely agreeing with Loz. it's often a time management thing and i think 
anybody who gets up early when that alarm goes off we sometimes try and like shave off tasks that we're going to do so we can spend a bit longer in bed right we've all done it we're like right if I don't do that that's an extra three minutes if I don't do that you know maybe we've hit the snooze alarm one too many times and I find if I'm chasing my nutrition then I find that 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 session can be sometimes a little bit substandard of where I want it to be so simple things in terms of either you know eating too close to the workout so I feel a bit uncomfortable when I'm training or getting up too late so that I can't eat enough and obviously something that is so easy to to neglect when training in the morning as well is hydration so getting up and making sure that I'm adequately hydrated and I've also got enough electrolytes on board to perform well either in the gym or if I'm out on the bike or on a run yeah absolutely and I think one thing that I see in, I've seen this in myself and I've seen this with clients as well, is a big sign that we're not kind of getting our morning training nutrition correct if we train that early, is that it carries over later in the day, doesn't it? So when people say, oh, I get an afternoon slump or I'm craving sugar at three o'clock, often it's not about the afternoon, it's actually about what you've done in the morning. So I think we see this a lot more in people that get straight out of bed and train on an empty stomach, perhaps with not as much the night before, and then it carries over to the rest of the day. So hunger catches up with us, doesn't it? Okay, so like you said, Tom, we're kind of we can be chasing the alarm in the morning or like wanting to kind of have a bit more time that we don't want to be preparing food. So what are your practical tips you'd give us for getting in food for that workout first thing in the morning just before? Now there's always going to be a little bit of trial and error here when it comes to finding what works best for you. But as anyone who listens to this podcast knows and anyone who kind of follows the kind of pH mantra that sometimes simplicity is key. So starting with something that is super easy for you to eat first thing in the morning. So if you've got to get up and you're half asleep and you're kind of, you know, trying to put your gym kit on and get everything sorted before you get out the door, starting with a small carbohydrate-based snack could be the easiest thing to do. And it's also the easiest thing to potentially like add to your food shop. If you're adding something new into your routine, don't do something different five, six days a week because then you don't necessarily know what's going to be working for you when you're in the gym so you could start with something like a banana or like a mini malt loaf or the rice crispy square is always an option I see pop up occasionally you know but just something really simple that you can just grab and eat and potentially you could even eat on the way to the gym so you don't necessarily have to get up earlier because we're not asking people to get up at like four or five in the morning to necessarily like have a full-blown breakfast it could be just having something that's going to give your body readily available energy that you can use if the type of training that you're doing is high intensity is high volume you know requires a fair amount of effort don't be afraid to top up the tank by trying some carbohydrates pre-workout yeah that's great and you mentioned before about you might have eaten too close to a session what kind of time would you be thinking to get something in? Say you're training at 6.30, that's kind of a general time, isn't it? What kind of okay. time would you get something in? Again, there's, there's, there's going to be a little bit of flexibility here and you can, any runner will know that you can train your gut to eat sometimes a little bit closer to your session. But as a general rule of thumb, I find for myself and, and clients, around 30 to 60 minutes before having something to eat that's, that's, that's small, that's th- like a snack, can be used and digested something i've commonly see is people flying in through the gym door at like 6 28 in the morning and then they're like oh i haven't eaten so I'll, I'll eat now and then you know you're then asking your body to digest food so all your 
all your blood is going into your digestive system when you actually want it to be in your muscles and then suddenly it's burpee box jumps and these people feel really uncomfortable so if you kind of miss that 30 minute window then maybe you don't want food maybe you want to consider a liquid nutrition option instead yeah liquid nutrition is a great idea as well because it's super fast and it's like it's just you know you would have a drink of water in the morning hopefully before you train so that's an easy way to do it Loz, do you ever kind of use any intra-workout nutrition in the morning or anything, or you use that with your clients or anything? Yeah, so we find that if the sessions, like we said before, if the sessions are kind of a little bit longer, so sort of upwards of that 60, so moving towards that 90-minute session, or if it's particularly long or high volume, then, yeah, something something liquid that you can have kind of that can be easily sort of taken down. So, again, not to make you feel uncomfortable, some you know, cyclic dextrin, some... Um, card powder that you can mix in with either water or a bit of fruit juice we've got one guy at the gym at the moment who he he does quite long sessions and he he has a bit of fruit juice there and just sort of sips on that as he's as he's training because he's there for you know two or three hours so getting that that, that glycogen straight into his muscles so that he can kind of keep going on with his sessions so yeah intra-workout and then I think like we said before we touched on a bit of hydration so if you haven't had time or you've, you find that you sweat a lot and again like try tablet into your water as just in that you can sip on a sort of while you're training can sort of help with that hydration and help keep those energy levels up yeah that's perfect so if we can't necessarily if people are panicking thinking oh i can't get anything in before my 6am session you can always take carb powder for during that morning session and then you're still going to get some fuel in the tank there so that's perfect all right so i'm going to come back to Noz on this one the night before is also super important, isn't it? So what tips can you give us about the meal the night before a more early morning session? Yeah, so um, you know, we, we touched on before about the kind of the, the, the mid-morning or the mid-afternoon slump that we kind of can see if, if our nutrition is not adequate. That can actually carry over from the day before as well. So if you find that you're not getting enough pre-workout, it also may mean in your training first thing, it also might mean the day before that your your calories might have not been enough to kind of to keep you fueled and to keep that energy where it needs to be. So day before, first of all, you want to be making sure that you're having enough calories throughout the day if you know you're coming into an early morning session the following day. And then at sort of at dinner time or you know in your last meal before you go into bed, you may want to make it slightly higher, higher in carbs and maybe slightly lower in fat and something that will kind of get the muscle in, so into your body so that you've got enough stored glycogen in your liver and in your muscles to kind of keep you going over that early morning session the next day. So potentially something, so making sure first that your nutrition's kind of on point or you know, you're eating enough throughout the day and then potentially maybe something slightly higher in carbs in, for dinner the night before and that way you have enough in your system to go into your session the following day. Yeah, absolutely. Especially we have a lot of people that will train maybe last thing in the evening and then again first thing in the morning. So it becomes even more important to get that big meal in post-training in the evening so that you're refueled, ready for the morning. And then I guess if you're training in the evening, you have your big dinner, you kind of want to be getting something in before your session in the morning as well, don't you? So it is, it is kind of about making sure that we're stocked up with those fuel levels, isn't it? Okay, so the bit now, types of food, our favorite topic. So what foods, Tom, would not be ideal for an early morning session. So what would be the absolute last thing you should be having half an hour before you do your training in the morning? Oh, that, I mean, anything that's potentially spicy. <laughs> I know that's not a random thing, <laughs> but I've seen people, you know, like we don't want any uh, GI issues and you don't want to be behind that person doing burpee box jumps without anything spicy. But generally <laughs> anything that's higher in fat takes longer to digest. So we want, if we're going to eat anything, we want to prioritize some carbohydrates, 
and maybe a little bit of protein as well, depending on the type of training that you're going to be doing. Fat is slower digesting, you know, so we want the, the food that we're eating to be readily available and we can use it for energy. So yeah, carbohydrates, a little bit of protein, not too much fat, nothing spicy, as I mentioned. And as I've mentioned before, like don't suddenly start changing everything every single day and making things random that can sometimes cause you know gut issues and and uncomfortable you know uncomfortable yes we do want a little bit of trial and error but you know sometimes i've had clients get up and they've and they've you know they've messaged me and they've said oh i haven't got this in the cupboard do i get something on the way do i introduce something new and sometimes that can cause more problems than it's worth sometimes you just have to chalk it off if you have a bit of a poor session because you've underfueled a little bit but then you know for the next time to make sure you've got the right things in your cupboard to uh, to make it easy for yourself in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Loz, what would you what would you recommend? What would be your go to? I think yeah, basically similar to what Tom said, and we're talking about this before. But um, one thing I, I definitely wouldn't recommend, and it's easy to do because I work in a gym and we have protein bars literally on the counter as we as we walk in, which is can be good for like something a little bit later on, but not flying in at six twenty eight for a six thirty class and trying to wolf down a protein bar for going into a session is probably not the most ideal thing you can do it does like it's a, it's it's slower digesting it can sit heavy in your stomach it they can be a little bit higher in fat and it's not going to do anything except make maybe feel a bit fuller going into that session but as far as energy levels go it's definitely not going to do anything so yeah keeping it simple dried fruit even so a couple of pieces of dried mango i know i i quite enjoy if i know that i'm going into an early session and i haven't had time to eat a bit of dried dried mango is kind of my favorite or a little trusty old serene bar is my other go-to so yeah yeah you love the serene don't you we all we all love the serene at ph so yeah <laughs> always always a good one side note guys the halloween flavors are out soon oh so exciting i think there's like a chocolate orange one isn't there oh nice. yeah in terms of the protein bar thing i've definitely done that in the past when i first started training and it's often something that we hear people saying well i'll have a protein bar before and it's not the most ideal thing because there's there's a lot of there's a lot in it. We want to have the simplest food, really, don't we? Especially when it comes to carbs. Like the more simple the carb, the more sugary the carb. And we, you know, I I have clients come to me all the time and say, "Oh, well, what about the sugar?" And it's this is the kind of instance that sugar is actually a great thing. Like fructose, dried fruit, dried mango, dates. Dates are so good for training. So yeah, these are perfect in terms of quick digesting. We want those sugars. We want those things like cyclic dextrin, like you mentioned earlier, Loz. Tom, you obviously do your your endurance stuff. Is there anything in particular that perhaps coming from an endurance background if you're going to do that first thing in the morning what would you recommend for that anything different or specific there yeah sometimes it may depend on the length of the session so if someone is going out and they're doing a, doing a longer session I would sometimes look to combine some carbohydrate sources together so I may choose a bagel or a crumpet and then I might top it with something like a like a banana and I may add a little bit of protein in there maybe for some, for some peanut butter or something like that now that's quite a lot of food. So I know I need to give that about 90 minutes to, to digest before I before I would go out. But there I've got a combination of, gluc- of glucose and fructose. So I've got kind of quick release and slightly slower release energy to maybe fuel me for kind of 90 minutes, kind of, kind of to two hours or so. I'm a big fan of using liquid nutrition because I, I feel like, again, you can actually get a lot of good good ingredients in one product which makes things easy for people so you can get a lot of good carb powders that have electrolytes in as well i don't think people realize how much you can potentially dehydrate overnight obviously your blood sugar level drops as well so you're waking up you're dehydrated and you're low on energy if you're then going to the gym and you're looking to perform well 
functional fitness, hitting the treadmill, doing the, the boot camp session, even just lifting weights. If you're dehydrated, your performance is going to be affected. If you're low on blood sugar level, your performance is going to be affected. And these things we know affect recovery as well. Some people can tolerate kind of fast acting carbohydrates a little bit differently. So you might have to use a little bit of trial and error. But even adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of lemon juice to your, to your morning drink, people might go, oh, it sounds a bit, again, can't have too much salt in your diet. But it's the right amount at the right times will help you perform well. Um, and I'm sure we might talk about caffeine as well in a minute. But for me, I will use caffeine as well in the morning to help with alertness and concentration. But yeah, there's a, there's a few good products out there. I, I like products from Veloforte and products from SIS. This is the runner of me coming out now, isn't it? <laughs> but again, these these pro, these products have got a lot of good stuff in. They've got B vitamins for energy production. Some of them have got creatine in as well, which is it's one less thing for me to worry about taking. You know, carbohydrates, electrolytes. So it ticks a lot of boxes and it's something that you can almost prep the night before. I think this is something to think about if you are training in the morning is that trying to make your morning as efficient as possible so what are you what are you eating drinking pre-session what are you eating drinking post-session laying your kit out having everything by the door ready to go so that it just makes it easy in the morning makes it low stress because then you'll be able to see what's working for you and you know what you might just get a bit longer in bed if you haven't got faff around hunting bagels and stuff down and trying to find your running trainers at half five in the morning yeah, I love that, like getting super prepared. I have a, a client who trains at 6.30 and I'm like, you need your bagel. So she has her bagel literally like by the door so she can eat on the way to the gym, which is yeah, it's ideal and it's just there and she knows it's ready to go. So amazing. Talking of caffeine, let's have a little think about any kind of caffeine type things or supplements perhaps as well. Loz, maybe you can kick us off on this one. Are there any supplements that you would recommend for pre-training first thing in the morning? I mean, I'm a big fan of having a nice black coffee before before training in terms of like supplements to take sort of beyond the 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 carb i've not the carb powders and things like that i've not had any personal experience sort of taking any other supplements pre-training except for maybe some ablaze which can sort of uh, elicit a bit of sort of like an insulin response but not as you know they generally don't have any calories except for maybe some caffeine if you're having a knocko or something like that i don't know if tom you can expand on any other supplements that you might take pre-training yeah Sometimes with kind of supplements, they will often bring a few different ingredients together. So commonly, obviously, we'll see some sort of caffeine in there. Now, caffeine is the most proven kind of pre-workout supplement. It's it's an it's a, you know it's a it's a performance aid. It's going to help with concentration. It's going to reduce onset of fatigue. Whether you want to get it just in coffee, whether you want to get it in, in drinks, pills, etc. And again, if you're going in to try and perform well, it can help. Some people can maybe become a bit over-reliant on it. So you don't necessarily need to use it five, six days a week. You could just use it on the sessions where, all right, it's five by five back squat this morning, you know, using it at the right place at the right time. Another one that commonly appears in the functional fitness space is beta alanine. This is the one that yeah. makes your, your skin tingle and your face feel, feel a bit funny. And yes, it, it can work well if taken of an extended period of time. So beta alanine needs to be saturated in your muscles you need to take it consistently because if you take it one off what we call like acutely there's a very minimal effect so caffeine has a direct effect you can take it and you'll and you'll feel the benefits from it or the potential benefits of it beta alanine is something you need to take over a longer period of time the other one that appears maybe a bit more in kind of my kind of hybrid space of lifting and running is 
is nitrates as well. This can, again, can be both benefits. It's something you can load and you can take nitrates as a supplement. You can take nitrates just in your food and it will help with performance and blood flow. But there is studies out there that show that if you take a one-off shot of nitrate, so I've seen people taking the little, what is that, all the beat it shots, you know, around competitions or max out sessions, that does have a benefit as well. So we would always recommend doing a little bit of research, you know, maybe ask a coach, ask a specialist, ask us, go to examine.com and be wary of things that make lots of claims and has lots and lots of ingredients. Again, sometimes by the time these ingredients end up in a powder or a pill, the quality's gone or the dosage isn't quite there. So yeah, keep it simple. Caffeine, maybe beta aniline, depending on the type of sport that you're doing, and the same for nitrates as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's there's so many kind of pre-workout supplements that are you know priced super high. At the end of the day, we could actually probably just be just be having a black coffee before we train a lot of the time as well. So super super useful on that one. Okay, so let's go down the other side of the spectrum and say okay what do we think about not having any food before training in the morning fasted training now this is a a topic um, which we could talk about for a while so laws faster training yes or no and what do you think for me i i I prefer to go into a to a session fed as it is personal preference of mine i wake up as soon as my eyeballs are open i am hungry so i do like to have something in my system before i train in in my general experience with people at the gym i don't I, people, I don't think we have enough consideration of that of of the night before, or it's it's not. You know, we we a lot a lot of our members are quite busy, and so what happens is is that that it is sort of left up to that up to that you know pre training early morning meal or early morning snack. So I I've seen more success in my gym with people having something pre training. So what we everything that we've just spoken about, so something quick, and that I, I find that that generally gets better results in in my in my experience, they, they're, they're able to last the entire session. They don't slag halfway through a workout and, you know, feedback from my clients and from all the six-week program that we have come through that, that who have introduced a pre, sort of a pre-workout meal or snack, um, prevent that afternoon slump, prevent that, you know, afternoon hunger, all those things that we sort of spoke about that kind of can happen if we're not going into a session with enough fuel. Yeah. Okay. And Tom, fasted or not fasted? Yes or no? Thoughts? For the majority of people that are probably listening to this, that are maybe going to a CrossFit class, functional fitness, they're going to, you know, one of these kind of trendy kind of indoor boot camp kind of places. They're just going to the gym and hitting some weights. Most people will probably benefit from having something. I will just speak from experience. You know, I have seen a lot of people come in the gym and they train faster because they they get through their session. They, they currently train fast and they can get through it but they're not thriving. They're not making progress or progress has stalled. And we commonly see it even on a, even if someone's on a fat loss program, even if they've just got a simple goal of just going to the gym and just moving some weight around. Having something pre-training that's the right thing at the right time helps improve their performance. It helps bleed into their recovery. And on the flip side, I've seen too many people do too many fasted sessions and I feel like it just puts their body under too much stress. They struggle to recover. They've always got these aches and pains. Let's say they're, they're, they're falling off the cliff in that 15-minute AMRAP at the end of a session. They're the person that's always reaching for the water bottle, you know, three minutes into a workout. They're always chalking their hands every couple of minutes. And, like, and I've been that person as well, thinking that, oh, well, I'm trying to watch the number of calories that I'll eat, so I just won't eat pre-training. But as we spoke about, later on in the day, if you've got low energy availability and you're, and you're, and you're sore and you're tired, you're just going to want to eat. 
So actually getting a bit smarter with what you're going to do around your workout might actually help you drop more weight. It sounds silly, but we see this all the time with clients on our programs. As soon as we just dial in a little bit of pre and post workout nutrition, guess what? They have a better session. They move more weight. They run faster. They jump higher. And guess what? They enjoy their training a little bit more. So that's what we're all after, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think from that performance perspective, and because a lot of our clients do functional fitness, you know, CrossFit, powerlifting, endurance stuff, like the goal here is to obviously, you know, people may have the goal of dropping some weight or, or maybe even gaining weight, gaining muscle mass or anything like that. But the goal is is ultimately to perform in the sport. And, you know, if you're going to fuel at any point, then surely you want to be fueling where the training is going into performing that sport and to get better. So it is going to stop you getting better. On the other side of things, I will just be an advocate for faster training only because I, because I'm in bodybuilding, in bodybuilding prep, I will do my cardio fasted first thing in the morning because that's kind of the aim of the game. We're trying to be in a deficit. We're trying to burn calories. However, even in that position, when I come to do my weight session, I always fuel that weight session with carbs, even in a deficit. So I think even in that perspective, if I'm doing a bit of cardio, which, you know, there's no need to perform in cardio, I'm literally just kind of walking on the treadmill or going on the stepper, you know, that's fine to do fasted because the aim is to drop weight. But even in that position, I will still be fueling my weight session. So I think it's just so important to remember that if we are training with weights, we still need to be fueling whatever the goal, whether your goal is fat loss or whatever. So yeah, super, super important to be fueling. And yeah, I think that we have pretty much covered everything unless there's anything that either of you guys want to add there. I just want to talk about these kind of people who get up. I'm one of them. You know, we like to get up. We like to, (laughs) you know, hit hit the morning session. It's often because we've got somewhere to be. Normally we've got to get back. We've got to start work or we've got to get to the office. You know, lots of silly people probably fly in, do an hour, they're in the shower, grab something and go. And actually out the other end, your body is still in this, kind of fight and flight mode isn't it you know post-session your body's still quite metabolically active and again if we're looking at balancing hunger across the day and seeing full after breakfast I do often sometimes see a correlation between people who train early in the morning they have their breakfast and then maybe by mid-morning they're very hungry again so just trying to take 15-20 minutes after you finish your session to try and get your body into that rest and digest zone before having something to eat you don't have to drop the barbell grab the protein shake and neck it you can take that say 10 to 15 minutes have a stretch have a shower get sorted travel home if you need to then you can have something to eat or drink you haven't you know you're not going to miss out on any gains by just delaying that a little bit let's say if anything you're going to feel fuller your body's going to be able to digest and absorb the nutrients you're giving it rather than end up, let's say, with, with low energy availability or increased hunger and cravings later in the day. Yeah, absolutely. That's um, that's a great point to finish on. All right. Thank you so much, guys. So and more info on our programs and plans, please head to phnutrition.co.uk and head over ph underscore nutrition. If there's anything you ever want us to cover, please drop us a message so we can see what kind of info you guys want to put out there. And then, of course, please share and rate the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and see you all soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.